Welcome to tonight's program where we are watching Little House on the Prairie. Though um, I love classic, that Laura Ingalls Wilder. A classic tale for the ages. Uh, no, what are, what are we really watching? Uh, uh, <laughs> well, well, first off, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. This is Cinepraisal. We are the <laughs> film nerd friends for people who don't have film nerd friends. Or, you know, you might just be in your car listening to us for some reason instead of watching the movie with us. But that's fine. We're here to watch the movie for you. There's no context we disagree with in yeah, which you could basically. listen to our podcast. I mean, you know, sometimes if you want to be sitting in the tub and listen to my dulcet tones, you go right ahead. You go right ahead. <laughs> I support you in this. I feel like that welcome back should be mostly directed at me because I'm the one. <laughs> I'm the one that was not able to do this for a while. Uh, but we'll talk about it in a second. Uh, let's count down this movie. Uh, can we... How do we make sure it's at the very beginning? It is at the very beginning. Oh, I've played for like a half it. second. Yeah, and then I wound it back. Okay, good. Trust I'm just, me. I'm just Trust making me. sure this is staying in. I got in. this. This is staying in. All right, we're going to have a countdown now. Well, how about before we do a countdown, <laughs> we tell our audience, our lovely people at home... And or in your car oh, and or watching. tub. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, we are going to be watching James Wan's The Conjuring. Dun dun. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Wow. You yeah. just keep. All right. Okay. So, yeah, counting down, we're going to start the movie in three, two, one, play. I've learned to, like, not try to also count down. At the same, to essentially let only one of us count down, because <laughs> otherwise it throws it off. Yeah, that's for the best. <laughs> New Lion Cinema. So, um, and you have not seen this movie at all. No, I don't believe I ever have. So that'll be. This is just a uh, blind watch for me. Cool. I love this movie. Um, I do know a little bit. You're familiar with Annabelle? Yes. Okay. The doll element of it. Which I have to say, uh, like I was commenting on before we started recording, that um, this is the first movie of New Line's Conjuring Universe, as they call it. Um, which I really enjoy most of the movies in that universe. Hmm. Um, they're they're kind of like... They have their own very different feel across the board, but uh, the linchpin being the Warrens here, these two uh, paranormal investigators. Hmm. So they're always cases that they're investigating. I mean, not always, but like they will always make a connection in those movies that draws back to them somehow. Okay. Um, the first Annabelle movie that came out is I think it's not what everyone expected that movie to be, but I wouldn't say it's bad. It's just, it's better if you watch uh, Annabelle Creation, which is a great movie uh, by David Sandberg. Um, but yeah, if you watch that movie and then watch the first Annabelle movie, because that's the chronological, it makes more sense, it feels better, and then you can lean into this movie after that. I hope you were taking notes, listeners. So, something's wrong here. Um, what are you talking about? This is clearly just a regular night at home. Someone had a little too much fun with the red crayon. And uh, 
Well, someone someone's going to have to be grounded. It is a red crayon. I wasn't sure if it was that or painter. I just so we were going through my Blu-ray cabinet trying to figure out what to watch tonight. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned <laughs> this. I was I personally was leaning towards first I was leaning towards Grindhouse, but we decided that we didn't want to watch a 3-hour movie. Yeah. <laughs> um but I was leaning towards either The Conjuring or Insidious because I'm a really big fan of James Wan's uh supernatural horror work. Like I'm not, I've seen most of the Saw franchise, but he only really did the first one, and I think executive produced the rest of them, Mm. but um, his paranormal horror work is just really, really like, as I was saying, this is somebody who clearly understands the fundamentals of filmmaking. Like, he he has that almost Hitchcockian ability to really just kind of pluck the strings of your emotions. Create tension. Yeah. Nice quiet moment here. You only hear the rustling of the paper. And then there was knocking. Um, you're, you're, you're breaking the tension here. <laughs> oh, right. We wanted this. Is, is this what you think James Wan wanted? This is serious. This is a, a dire situation. Is there, I forget, is there a way to turn on subtitles while it's playing? Yes, I can do that for you. Because <laughs> while we are vamping, it is uh, tricky to be able to tell exactly what they're saying at the same time. And having just a few little subtitles that might, there we go. There they go. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for hanging with us there. Very muted color palette all around. Like I'm her. not really crazy about like these subtitles are kind of jumping all over the. <laughs> We're watching this on HBO Max right now because <laughs> uh, for some reason my PlayStation decided it didn't want to play my Blu-ray. But um, yeah, the subtitles just kind of keep jumping all over the screen. I think they're trying to like match them to who was talking. Maybe. I think that was the goal. That was a poor goal. <laughs> so we uh, got him to send them over. So we're in an auditorium, people raising their hands. Are you, are you trying to and do descriptive are, audio? Look, I'm trying to let people who may be visually impaired know what's going on in this well movie. stop it <laughs> so yeah ed and lorraine warren are real life paranormal investigators you know operating in the 60s and 70s um, if you look into their real stuff, like it, they seem like they might have been hucksters, but these movies, they are incredibly cool. Okay. Uh, the chemistry that you get between, uh, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga is just fantastic. I like this font. Like a good, simple, evocative font. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, it's almost got that uh, Exorcist kind of thing going yeah. on. Yeah. It's just, it's a simple font, uh, like Exorcist or Amy Horror. Yeah, it's very simple font that, you're right, it's evocative. Like, you, when you see it, you're like, oh, I'm in for something creepy. As creepy as that Volvo. Is it a Volvo? I don't know. Shaped like one. <laughs> I'm not very good with cars, but I did have. You a, don't say. But I did have a silver Vol- Volvo for a long time. And they're all boxy like that. I also love that, like it's the the parents in this, you know, presumably haunted house <clears throat> are uh, Ron Livingston and uh, Lily Taylor, and it's just like, oh, the '90s showed up. To be parents. Good for you. <laughs> they had to at some point, you know. Yeah. Every every decade eventually must take up its mantle. Oh, look at your dog. Dog, dog. Dog's like, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm good. I don't know. Good dog acting. Yeah, it's great dog acting. <laughs> that always impresses me when you have like a, a quality animal, like, like trained to to somehow it's like uh, the dog in the the thing you know mm-hmm. in the one scene in the kennel where it just sits. it just sits very calmly and it's like unsettlingly <laughs> this is a great oneer watch this tell me why i really want to know it's the time of the season for loving. And we get a copyright Bow strike. About to, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry, the zombies. <laughs> Mr. Arden. Seriously, please. isn't that a great wonder? And like it gave you like some understanding of the layout of the first floor of the house? Yeah. I had to never trust a big yard. Look what I found. A creepy music box. With, with like circus red and white print on it. Under this gnarled, gnarled tree. Get out of that Tim Burton ass looking tree. Looks like Sleepy Hollow or something. Oh my. Let's be young again. Okay, so they play this game throughout this movie. I don't know if this is an actual game or not. What, what are the rules? Oh, is it just hide-and-seek with spinning? It's hide-and-seek, except you're wearing a blindfold, and you get three opportunities to tell them to clap. And so it's like, you're almost like echo-locating trying to find them. Okay, so this is just legendary mode for hide-and-seek. Pretty much. (laughs) But yeah, they call it hide-and-clap. This is a bit of Marco Polo going on here. Right. When you have five daughters, I guess this is the kind of thing that happens. God, people used to have a fuck ton of kids. <laughs> I mean, granted, some people still do, but you know. some people do. My uh, my mom was my mom was uh, one of five. My mom is like the middle child of seven. 
See, like, <laughs> it's funny because I essentially grew up only child. Uh, and uh, the difference in your experience is very grand, I think. <laughs> Because I never had, like, you know, someone of my age growing up in the same house or place. Well, we're, you know, my family, we're all four years apart. Like, my brother's eight years older than me. My sister's four years older than me, which is like, it's close enough that, like, my sister and I used to play, like, Ninja Turtles and Barbies, (laughs) but far enough apart that when she became a teenager and my brother went to college, I was like, oh. Wait, would you play them at the same time? Yeah, they oh, used to great. hang out together and have parties. So, and so Barbie would help fight Shredder. I would certainly hope so. <laughs> What's extremely fun about that is the height differential, because mm-hmm. Barbie is eleven and a half inches tall, and the Ninja Turtles figures were like four inches tall. <laughs> By the way, you know why Barbie is eleven and a half inches tall? I'm scared to ask. So she will always be shorter than G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe is 12 inches. What? When and why? And That is the 60s for you. Uh, what? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Which, like, now they've started doing, like, very uh, varying... If you get, like, the special, like, Fashion Nova Barbies, they vary the height and body types and stuff. Right. But it's like the basic Barbie that you go to the store and buy is still the 11 and a half inch tall, like unrealistic body proportions. Is it the same mold? No. <laughs> that they've been using for her base body this whole no, time? No, they, they've, <laughs> they've changed it over the years. Because like think. in the 80s, like it was insane. <laughs> How do you afford a house like this? I'm sorry. This, uh, like maybe I'm just. <laughs> A bitter millennial, um, but I just well they're they're out in the country, they're out in the middle of nowhere, yes, and also like it's one of the things they talk about later on when things start to you know happen is like they can't do anything, they can't go anywhere because all their money's tied up in this house. Hmm. It is so I can segue this into something that happened to me earlier today. Um, I've been currently staying at my uh, dad's house for uh since november of uh what year is it currently <laughs> it is it is 2022 so of 2020 since uh november of 2020 i have been oh, at my she's dad's got a bruise on her leg um but versus living in an apartment and living in a house you have to take care of a house you have to maintain a house there's no one you can call management wise to like come and fix stuff Um, And it does become kind of a job that you have to, like, do stuff. So the reason I'm saying all this is that what culminated today was um, there was a giant tree in the backyard at my dad's that has been there for a very long time. And it has grown out. It it had, like, grown out of proportion to way too tall. Okay. I'm sorry. You're trying to interrupt my thing. So yeah, can... <laughs> sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm just pointing out stuff about the movie that we're watching, you know, on this podcast. Why is it when do? I try and just shoot the shit and talk? That's not that's not acceptable. <laughs> well, it's fine when you're not talking over shit from the movie. People are listening, listening to listen to us talk over the movie. Yeah, but they're listening to us. To... 
I don't know. Listeners, tweet us and tell us what do you prefer, analysis of the movie or us talking about our lives? Or, you know, what the, what ratio would you appreciate? But anyway, the things I, I was pointing out. I don't interrupt your stories is what I'm saying. Go ahead, though. Okay, if we're watching a movie that you know inside and out, you 100% do interrupt me. Okay, anyway, anyway, what I wanted to point out they spent their first night in the house. She wakes up with bruises on her. Her daughter is talking about like this bizarre smell in her room, like the previous night, and the fact that her uh, sister was sleepwalking. And the clocks in the house have stopped at a very specific time in the middle of the night. These are all things that come into play later, but this is your first... Yeah, see? All the clocks stopped at the same time. Okay, tell us about your giant tree. <laughs> Well, now I feel bad. No, 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 no. Tell us about the tree. Tell us about the tree. I want to hear about the tree. <laughs> it's not... Well, anyway, point being, uh, I woke up to a uh, crew of men <laughs> this morning showing up in the driveway, to which my dad couldn't hear. And the reason that they were there is that they had not told him that they rescheduled what they were going to do in two days, <laughs> which is to take the entire tree out of the backyard at my dad's. And we were talking a 50-foot tree. <laughs> so there was a giant crane <laughs> in the driveway that <laughs> we, we had to deal with. Sounds like quite the day. Uh, but it was planned. They just showed up earlier than we Sadie. thought. Oh, no, the dog. Sadie didn't want to come inside last night. point is house maintenance yeah <laughs> so yeah uh you can actually visit the warren's museum of haunted bric-a-brac i don't know what it's actually called but haunted or cursed If you watch the movie Annabelle Comes Home, mm -hmm. it takes place after this, um, and Annabelle basically, like, the Warrens go to work on a case while their daughter is home with the babysitter. The babysitter is supposed to be, like, making her a birthday cake and all that. Babysitter invites a friend over. Friend is super curious about what's in this room. And then just, you know, hijinks ensue when everything in this room decides to haunt the shit out of them. <laughs> this room just looks like your room. Thank you. <laughs> like, again, this is one of those movies where we have, like, surround vision. Because if you just look beyond the screen, all the, all the bric-a-brac that's in Adam's actual place matches... The real Annabelle is actually a Raggedy Ann doll. Yes, I do know that. I have heard that in the past at okay. some point. That's about as much as I know <laughs> about the <laughs> about these movies. I love these kinds of angles. It's like somebody can be acting in a in a mirror. That's kind of fun, because it gives you a POV 
mm-hmm. of like what might be a doll possessed running around. I'm telling you, James Wan knows what the fuck he's doing when when he directs. Like he, it's very much that uh, question answer filmmaking. Demonology and witchcraft. What a rambunctious child. <laughs> How many are there again? Children? In, yes. Well, there's one child in okay. this house. There's this five house. in the other house. There's five in the other house. Yeah, the Warrens have the one daughter. Okay. God, I love Vera Farmiga. What is it I'm remembering her from? A lot of stuff. But there's like some, there's one role in particular. Up in the air? Uh, no. I can't. Bates Motel? No. I can't place it. There's like something I, I'd know her from. Probably. Yep. And I cannot. This is again. great commentary from me. Um <laughs> So, is something about to happen? Can I? T- <laughs> the reason I'm asking is, can I talk about a thing? I mean, you know, maybe this was a poor choice, <laughs> just because so much of this movie is about set tone, set tone, set tone. Something happens. I mean, I just wanted to tell people I had COVID for a month, <laughs> and that was why I was incapacitated. <laughs> Not able to do anything. (laughs) This is 100%. If you do have siblings, you immediately assume that your sibling is fucking with you. You don't really see snow on TVs anymore. I mean, like, snow, snow, yes, but, like, static snow? Like, I don't think they work. Yeah, no, it's because we that, moved to the digital signal. Yeah, I don't think there's anything. Which is why it's funny to me whenever you see, like, people try and filter things to look old, and they always have to resort to static or, like, VHS mm-hmm. degradation, and it's like, those aren't things now. <laughs> no, they're not. I mean, that's that's what makes them look old. I guess the so. fact they're not things now. But... <laughs> Which is funny because it's it's like that uh, the whole concept of like the flaws in a medium or the thing that you become nostalgic for. Right. I guess I mean it's not that that not them being old, but when people use it to try and make things scary, it's funny to me because they'll do it in a modern context on things that wouldn't have those <laughs> wouldn't have those issues. <laughs> and it's like, but yeah, what is I mean, bad um, resolution isn't really that. Scary, <laughs> I guess. Oh no, it's two forty p. I mean, that is kind of scary to be honest. But there's a quote I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Hold on.
this green lamps. <laughs> green lampshades. So calming. Yeah, it's a quote from Neuromancer. It says, the sky above the port was the color of television tuned to a dead channel. And it's like, that's, that's very evocative imagery. It's a great line. You know exactly what that sky looks like. If you were born or watched TV before we switched to the digital <laughs> signal. Because now you just get like, it just the signal breaks and it gets blocky. That's, yeah, that's the modern pauses. equivalent of static. Or there's a big circle spinning. Right. Looking at you, Disney+. Plus. I mean, same, to be honest. <laughs> That's a pretty big room. I don't think I've ever... slept walked. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I'm not sure if I'm supposed to put past tense on both those words. On <laughs> both parts of the word. Sleptwalked. That that makes more sense than sleepwalked. <laughs> I think so. Or sleptwalk. Sleptwalked. Listeners, tweet us. <laughs> What's your favorite? No, it should be a it should be a vote poll. Oh, uh, we're gonna make a poll? <laughs> no, no, we can I'm make a poll gonna, on I'm this. I'm not gonna remember to make a poll. Of course not. <laughs> Someone tweet at us with a poll. Uh, <laughs> Sleepwalked, slept walked, or slept walk. <laughs> I'm guessing the last one won't win. But, like, they do a really good job of answering a lot of the questions that you generally have in horror movies. Yes. Like, the dad's not there because, like, he's leaving right now because he's a truck driver. So, you know, he's going to be gone for a while. Oh. And, uh... Yeah. Bird just... Which, like... Who hasn't seen a bird fly into a window before? Right. It's only weird because of all the other stuff happening so far. But, yeah, it's definitely the kind of thing that, in this situation, you see that, you're like, hmm... <laughs> don't like that. Not a fan. Um, I don't like this. Little girl talking to an empty chair. And you just sat on him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> She only turned the key once. What kind of music box? Uh, oh, fucking, fucking little clown popping out. Yep. There's nothing about this that isn't unsettling. Ah. Uh. Ah. <sighs> 
you're grounded. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I know you don't generally lean horror, but this is why I like showing you well-made horror movies. No, I appreciate it. I feel bad. I, I feel like I need to reacclimate here. Well, I mean, I'm, we, I'm down with horror movies. We showed you The Woman in Black for one of our first episodes. One of our most popular episodes, by the way. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Anyone in between. Um, yeah, and that, that was a great time, too. I loved hearing you just be terrified the entire time. A lot of... Ah. Yes. Ah. Yeah. Ah, not, not quite that one. Um, but... Daniel Radcliffe. Quite mm-hmm. the uh, quite the little acting person. Now slated to play Weird Al. He's in that movie now, <laughs> um, Lost City, that mm-hmm. I was, I was kind of hemming and hawing about, but honestly, once I found out he was in it, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to watch this now. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that too. I'm like, oh, is he a villain? Yay. Yeah. He's playing a classic British villain. Yeah, who doesn't <laughs> love a classic British villain? <laughs> I don't like any of this. I mean, I like it. I just, no. No, come on. Yeah. There's the pathway to Narnia. No. (laughs) No, come on. Uh Yeah. That's unsettling as shit. How did it make claps with the clo- <laughs> the sleeves? <laughs> Can we leave, please? Well, like, you know she doesn't want... She doesn't want to come off crazy. But she definitely wants to tell him, like, hey. Okay, yeah, so he's got a weak turnaround for work. But yeah, you know she wants to be like, hey, so... There's weird shit in this house. (laughs) Cheers, by the way. Cheers. I'm picking up the... Alcohol. Mm. Lovely. Yeah, it's made by a, a Japanese distillery founded by a Japanese man who studied making whiskey in Scotland. Oishi. Yeah. He opened his distillery in the 30s. Hopefully you get to hear every every lip spat. Okay, come on. No. That was weird. Did you see there was a larger subtitle that flashed on the screen for about half a second? I'm really that's, curious what the fuck that was. It's part of the horror. Right? I like sometimes you watch like YouTube videos and if you leave subtitles on, people get creative with 
where they'll put in the captioning, they'll put like a bunch of random symbols for like scary shit or like things where it's like they'll build like text art within the subtitle just for like particular moments. Well, I, I also <laughs> like the uh, like the auto generated captions because mm-hmm. like sometimes for uh, movie night on Tuesdays, like we'll want to watch something so obscure that it's like only available via YouTube or something. And we always have the captions on for that because when you've got like six, seven people watching a movie, like, of course, people are going to be talking over it. But, um, yeah, sometimes those auto-generated subtitles are special. (laughs) (laughs) Nice move. That's fun. That was a great camera move. That's really fun. You know, if you just put oil in your doors, you mean into the hinges. oil the hinges? Yeah, not just put oil inside of yeah, your door. Well, you could do that too, but um, sloshing around, just put it on the hinges, and then it won't make creepy noises, and the ghost won't want to creep the door open. You know, don't give them a reason. Yes, the greatest. Greatest tool in fighting ghosts is just a can of WD-40. (laughs) This would be so terrifying. No. Don't. Listeners, I wish you could see the giant smile on my face watching Dax watch this. Stop it. (laughs) (sighs) I guess in order to like watch horror and to do do the format we're doing, one of us needs to have not seen it. Exactly. (laughs) She gets grabbed. No? Okay, like wearing headphones for this you can hear like the bass rumbling and the breathing is very close mm, nope that was fun right yep um, that was a good time I'm just gonna leave just turn the light on just sleep with the light on I sleep with the light on all the time do you really? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. It's a simple... <laughs> like, I'll just fall asleep. <laughs> whole room lit up. Oh, not even a nightlight or a lamp, just the whole... The whole room is lit. I'm just tired. <laughs> and you can bet I would learn to sleep with the light on in this house. <laughs> Um, okay. What, what, what is that? It's a chicken. It's just a a tiny chicken? Because it it was like too big to be a chick. It's, is that what, is that what chickens look like when they're between chick and chicken state? I imagine that's like, yes, the interquel of chickens. (laughs) Uh, 
See, now you got me looking up adolescent chickens. <laughs> he says we can't have fun while being terrified. This is a good year. What is, what year is this? Well, we've got the bottle right there, don't we? Ugh. It was a question. All right, let's see what we got here. <laughs> and I cannot read those characters. The distillery is founded in 34. It doesn't say what year this is, but it's a pure malt. Beautiful. Takatsuro whiskey. I like them scullion moldering. Yeah. Here. Yeah. I don't know. It's completely, completely reasonable explanation. Yeah, like she's taking iron supplements, hoping that it's going to stop her from being bruised every time she goes to sleep. Can I ever just be like a nice, like a Casper? You know what I mean? Why are all ghosts dicks? Just a few of them. Be nice. Or maybe they're scared of us. Go watch The Others. Um, yeah. The Others is a great movie. The Others is a fabulous movie. I I had a roommate once who like despised the others. Like he kept saying he's like I don't understand why you like all these horror movies that are like slow British nothing happens. I'm like it's not that nothing happens. It's about setting a tone. <laughs> like you the know, tone if it, is set. Yeah, like you set a tone that way it's creepy on its own without jump scares. Like which I, I will admit like this movie well. Well, exactly. Well, that was the, the other movie that he, he was citing because I was talking about that and uh, the others. But like, yeah, these movies, they're creepy without jump scares. And though, yes, this and Insidious and a few other you know movies that I really enjoy do have jump scares. That's not all they have. A lot of horror movies for a very long time. That's all they had. Okay, so now, like, that, that is when you leave, right? <laughs> you would think. That's the point where, um... Yeah, when all of the pictures fall off of your wall and you hear, the, like, a child giggling and running down the steps, that's probably when you you leave. But, again, her husband... She's home alone with five little girls she doesn't want to terrify. Her husband is on a weak turnaround driving a, a semi-truck. And this is happening. What do you do? You pick up a nice bottle of Nico whiskey, pure malt, and hope for the best. Alcohol, <laughs> the cause and solution of all of life's all of problems. Life's problems, thank you, Homer. <laughs> A lot of wisdom from Homer. Both of them. 
Um, Someone wants to play hide and clap. <laughs> hide and get clap. No, I mean hide and... Never mind. I went to go see this with my friend. She was my downstairs neighbor, and uh, her fiancé was away. Mm-hmm. And uh, like she wanted to go to the movies. I'm like, oh, let's go see The Conjuring. And then afterwards, she was so terrified that she didn't want to go back downstairs. She was going to sleep on my couch. So I waited. I went and stood in my kitchen. She went to the bathroom. When she came out of the bathroom, I was just standing in the kitchen in the dark. And I just... And she's like, no! <laughs> oh, don't, don't go down there. Oh, shit. Oh. That's, uh... That's terrifying. Also, just ow. I hate it when there's just a lot of stuff in the room because somewhere. Well, then get out. Amongst all that stuff is something that could move. Well, yeah, it definitely. This shot does have a lot of lead space in it. Oh, come on. (laughs) Like, yeah. Oh, disembodied children's laughter. So that door is just locked. Uh, yeah, very, um, very chilling. Yeah. Is she, like, dead? (laughs) Mm-hmm. I already made my Narnia joke yeah. earlier. I don't have any other wardrobe jokes. I mean, there's a Bogart in there. There, that's it. It's like the only two. Bogart? How do you suppose to sound? I think it's Bogart. Bogart. That's Humphrey Bogart. I don't know, man. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm off Harry Potter anymore. <laughs> that's fair. Again, with the lead space. Oh, kitty. That bedroom is massive. Can you imagine being a teenager with a room that big? No. (laughs) I mean, ask a question, get an answer, I suppose. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what you do. <laughs> if you hear it screaming. Yeah, you drop your shit and run. Hmm. I love all these like slow pull away of just like something horrifying is happening in this location and you can't do anything about it. Slow pull back camera. <laughs> this guy they're talking about, Mauricio, uh, he is introduced and set up in the movie The Nun. I mean, I mean that's of course a, a a retcon because this movie came out first, but oh. yeah. But it's funny because like you watch the nun, and it's like the nun character was introduced in The Conjuring Two, and then they made the movie The Nun as a prequel, and like I was waiting for when are they going to connect it? When are they going to connect it to this directly? And at the very end, you realize like, oh, that guy is the Mauricio character. Cool. Mm. Where are they giving this lecture? Oh, this woman in the foreground, little old lady in the foreground. Mm -hmm. She is the actual Lorraine Warren. Oh. Yeah, Ed Warren died long before this movie came out. But yeah, Lorraine Warren was actually a consultant. That is interesting. A stately looking school. You know, uh, Rachel grew up in Connecticut. She said that the Warrens actually came to her school and gave a talk. Hmm. Yeah, when you I think when you get to this point, it's like, why not? Why not ask him? I mean, you know, in a world where the Ghostbusters don't exist, <laughs> who are you going to call? <laughs> what a lovely green on that door right there. I've always heard that you should paint a front door red. It's supposed to be very welcoming. 
Hmm. I'm obsessed with her neck um, decor. The the ruffle? Yeah, the ruffle. Yeah. <laughs> All of her wardrobe is simultaneously amazing and terrible. <laughs> I can't decide if I like it or not. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Everything she wears throughout these movies, you have that exact same feeling. <laughs> You're like, that is fantastically awful. You don't find that weird? <laughs> well, that's interesting. Yeah, that that one, of all the things they say in this movie, for some reason that one always felt like a reach. <laughs> I mean, it's a little, it's a bit much, but... I mean, there's a lot of things that three could stand for. Exactly. Like, really? The Trinity? I mean, just mean they... Just mean they don't like Lord of the Rings. Boom, boom, boom. That's how we know they're evil. That, you know, supremely evil looking armoire. Why do we even have that armoire? It was there when they moved in, she just said. I find it weird that someone leaves. I guess. I guess estates, sometimes you just leave a bunch of stuff. I mean, when my parents sold their, like, the house I grew up in, like, they moved as much as they could, and then at a certain point where they're just like, yeah, we're just leaving this. <laughs> they can have the new thing. They can have all this old crap. Yeah, see, like every every horror movie you watch and you're always like, why don't you just leave? And it's like, well, they can't. Hmm. Like Patrick Wilson, I he's just a great actor. I can't think of anything I've seen him in that I didn't think he was great in. I want to watch that movie, uh, Space Station 76, that he's in hmm. with, uh, I think it's Liv Tyler and Sam Rockwell. But yeah, he's like the captain of a space station. Like He's like an alcoholic captain of a space station in the 70s, but it's like a <laughs> 70s vision of the future. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That just sounds like a good time. Right? 
It sounds groovy. I'm just again this horrifying music box. Just so done <laughs> with, uh, with all of this. Ah. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Little ghost boy. I thought it was a little girl. Uh, no, she said Rory. Uh, oh, Rory right. the little boy. That's right. Yeah, that gnarled-ass tree they found the music box under. With all the stolen gold and doubloons. <laughs> you're, you're, just, you're just reaching here, aren't you? <laughs> but yeah, that, that tree, it's like everything else around here looks perfectly normal. That tree looks it's, like it fell out of a Tim Burton it's, movie. It's like a hexus tree. It's just <laughs> Why is this in the middle of all of these... <laughs> Hmm. Yeah, all right. So, um. It's like now you look at it, you're like, yeah, that is a tree somebody would hang from. <laughs> oh yeah I didn't want to tell you but ever since I walked in the front door I've been seeing something hovering above you Um, yeah, that's what you want. <laughs> yeah, and even if they do go somewhere, it doesn't fucking matter, because this thing is just like, it's already on them. It's one of the things I like about Insidious. Insidious is that whole thing of like, oh, well, maybe if we leave the haunted house, we'll be fine. No. What, you mean ghosts can move? If they like you. From a place... <laughs> What is the, what are the horribly wrongs? <laughs> well, it's like um, I've gotten I've been getting back into reading Hellblazer, uh -huh. the John Constantine comic book, and in the early issues of that, it's like his big thing that's haunting him is that. He and his friends tried to do an exorcism on a little girl, and she ended up burning to death. 
And it's like, yes, sometimes exorcisms go real bad. Sometimes it's, you know, it's just epilepsy and they end up killing somebody who just has epilepsy. Great. Yeah. (laughs) That's why, like, to this, like, today, in order for you to get an exorcism, you have to get permission from the church. Like, from the Vatican, specifically, has to give permission for an exorcism to be done. You need a note from your doctor. Yes. Your your God doctor. Dear Vatican. Please. Your specific Vatican. Yeah. What? Okay. Nothing. <laughs> Just fucking nothing. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. <laughs> Bathsheba? Bathsheba. Yeah, Bathsheba. <laughs> like, no one names their kids Bathsheba anymore. Jensen. And their child Isaiah. Uh, and, and their daughter Agatha. Um, Agatha Harkness. No. So, so, yeah. The same time that all the clocks stop every night. Wait a minute, Adam. We're recording this at 3.07. No, that's a lie. No, we're not. I was trying to do a thing. I mean. (laughs) You think I'd be awake at (laughs) 3.07? P.M. They don't know it's night. You think I'd be awake at (laughs) (laughs) 3.07? They don't know how dark it is outside. Ah. Uh. Hmm. Yeah. 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 And then it explodes. 307. Uh-oh. It's 307 in one second. Nope. Now we get that uh, uh, the, vertig- the dolly zoom. The, the diverted, yeah. A horizontal, a horizontal go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, it is. I, I love a dolly zoom, though. <laughs> Goodfellas and Fellowship of the Ring are the first two that come to mind for me. Uh, the uh, Poltergeist makes great use of Oh, that. yeah, yeah. Do you know how to explain how they do that? Yeah, dolly zoom, you're uh, pushing the camera forward as you zoom out. Or vice versa. 
but yeah, it's it's that effect that you get where it's like something's coming closer while the background's dropping out. Yeah, it's like you're compressing the distance between things almost. Yeah. It's it's a really Oh, this is Ryan Gosling singing, by the way. Yeah, Ryan Gosling okay. has a band, and this is one of their songs. And it has, in no way does it actually, every other song in this movie is from the 60s. This one is not. <laughs> but it fits tonally. Yes. <laughs> that sweater, however. I, I like that sweater. I have some thoughts. That's fine. What what are you 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 want to talk shit <laughs> on this man's sweater? This man who is helping this he's poor too family. He's too young for that sweater. That's all I'm saying. Well, but he's not because it's the '70s when that sweater was in, or no '60s when that sweater was in. You're right. You're right. If he was wearing it now, yes, he'd be too young for it. But then again, maybe not because you know this is Los Angeles that we're currently in, and I have definitely seen people wear sweaters like that. You're also right in the heart of the Silver Lake Echo Parky areas. Yeah, where, well, where you folks. Know. <laughs> I saw a guy at a burger shack the other day mm. that was just dressed like he had just fallen out of the '70s, like was a rock star. Bell bottoms. It was like, how do you get pants that are simultaneously tight but also bell bottoms? I don't know, but I'd like to find out. This guy had them. Moving on. <laughs> it's been a while since a jump scare. Yeah. But this is like a, a humanizing moment. This is a moment where you're like, these people are just good, kind folk. They don't deserve a demonic entity hounding their every move. I mean, who does? I could think the of a few people. I'm sorry. What? What? Huh? No. Oh, Moving what? on. What? Moving on. Koalas. Nasty little bastards. <laughs> they deserve it. Uh, like, okay. dude, this girl's like 17. Maybe you should chill out. Yeah, what is going on here? <clears throat> Bolex. That's, that's what, uh, we shot on in my intro to film class. Bolexes. <laughs> Expectations subverted. Mark of a good film. I mean, or sometimes. A film. a film. Yeah. The mark of a film. Like there, there are times where you get the subverted expectations, and just like, yeah, no, I just, I, but I wanted the thing that I wanted to see. <laughs> Something like this, like this is small. I think when you subvert expectations at the end of your movie, goddamn, you better be right. 
you better be right that the thing you're giving is better than the thing people expect. Would you like some pie? It's a cheesecake! Oh my god. I mean, that is better than pie. <laughs> but it's a crumbly old cheesecake. No! No! Oh well. One of my neighbors, well, a couple of my neighbors are chefs. <laughs> yes. And like... She's trying to work on a cheesecake recipe, mm -hmm. so she just keeps giving me cheesecake. It's, <laughs> it's pretty great. I had no knowledge of this. I told her, like, I want one for my birthday, and I was like, here's what you need to do. You need to go buy yourself a Reese's Fast Break, eat that candy bar, and then make a cheesecake that those are your flavor notes. I, I want a pretzel crust. I want chocolate i want caramel i want peanut butter and then i want no one around so i can eat the whole thing myself <laughs> eat that shit like fucking ortolan you know about ortolan no it's it's like this is a funny sounding word is all it's uh a it's a meal that part of the serving of it re requires you to put a napkin over your over your head so you can hide your face from God. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> well, I need that napkin all the time. Need that. I need that for every meal I'm having. Ortolan's one of those things that like everything about it sounds cruel, but also I'm so goddamn curious. Hmm. It's like, n no one should treat an animal the way they treat an animal to make Ortolan. But I'm really curious. <sighs> this is an interesting choice to shoot this like this. Like, it's not just... POV from the camera, but it's also POV from their sound equipment. Yes, like when the mic gets near the thing... The metal thing. I forget what it was. A furnace? What was it? Um, and yeah, you hear rumbling. And, uh... What kind of mic is it? Was there a... Was there a piano key that... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, doors do do that <laughs> when you have a window open. Little zooms, things to, as you're saying, like a lot of zooms and pullouts that kind of just. Well, it's like the camera moves. There are a lot of moves in this movie, but they're all very purposeful. They're all about drawing your attention, whether that be like literally drawing the eye to something or giving you something to focus on emotionally. Yeah, like, I, I respect the shit out of all the moves in this movie. 
They're so cute. And I will say, um, <clears throat> there is a trend, um, and I agree, they are cute. Uh, there is a trend in horror films to just completely mute and desaturate everything. Um, and this film does, but I, I appreciate that they do maintain hints of color of like primaries here and there. Like some scenes do remind you <laughs> that there's color because if you don't, then the whole thing feels like a drab and like, it doesn't mean anything. Honestly, though, that's a lot of why, like, I have a really hard time watching a lot of movies from the 70s mm-hmm. because everything is in earth tones. Like, yeah. everything is in earth tones. <laughs> I don't know what they were shooting on that everything just looks so washed out. And you have no sense of contrast. And I feel like that's what they're emulating for this movie, though it does look a hell of a lot better. Come on. No. Stop it. Get some help. Uh, ah. Oh. Yeah. That's, um... I've seen a few movies do the vomit vomit into your mouth version of Possession. And that's one that, like, I I would be good if I never saw it happen again. Hmm. Completely and totally normal. Are you possessed? Could be. I hope you don't mind. I bought a new engine for this car that was sitting in your yard. I mean, I'd be kind of like, okay, sure. (laughs) Yeah, but I, I also just like, I'm intrigued by the guy who's like, yeah, I'll just buy a rebuilt engine for a car I don't own. Just because, like, we're doing all of our work at night. I'm bored during the day. I'll just fucking, you know, buy a new engine yeah, for this car. Yeah, it's not cheap. <laughs> it's not no money. Right. So, wait, I, f- I forget. Are they, they don't charge people, do they? <laughs> they just help because I don't... it's the thing they do. I don't know. (laughs) 
Huh. Yeah, I'm good. If yeah. I, if I never have to deal with any of this. Yeah. Like, the idea of being a paranormal investigator sounds cool <laughs> until you realize that what you're doing is just kind of walking into the worst moment of someone's life every day. <laughs> and just. Sounds uh, like being a doctor. Well, yeah. But also, you know, it's not, the difference being that, like, if you're a doctor and somebody has cancer, the cancer doesn't then turn around and attack you, too. <laughs> It's me, cancer. <laughs> that something like that. Sure. <laughs> no. Just, just don't have rocking chairs. <laughs> this is great with headphones on. You really hear the... The, you know, freaky whispers. Freaky whispers. Stab. Snap. And right there. <laughs> Is it the coat? Ah. Uh. Don't follow her. I, yeah. Yeah, no. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. For a guy who doesn't believe, you sure got terrified by that maid with slash wrists. <laughs> hmm. I'm just waiting for like the Scooby Doo ending where they. <laughs> Old they man Jenkins! It. Jenkins! <laughs> you were terrorizing our daughter and wife and everyone. <laughs> yeah, pretty much no one is going unterrorized here. <laughs> Although, to Scooby-Doo's credit, they did deal with some real ghosts. When? Uh, Scooby-Doo and the 13 Ghosts, and Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island, and Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost, and a few so, other... So, like, the movies that came out after thir thir the... 13 Ghosts was a series. It was actually a series that had real ghosts. Oh, interesting. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Vincent Van Gogh. Someone doing a Vincent Price impression, obviously. Obviously. 
Next time, we'll be watching Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. <laughs> That's the one with the cat people, yes. right? Yes, ah, you remember. <laughs> They're like cat vampires. There's some cat gods that they made a deal with. Sure, why not? <laughs> and so they'd lure people to their island so they could suck their life force and live forever. Spoilers. They got turned into zombies? Uh, the people that they sucked life force did. Sure. And they, the zombies are actually trying to warn Scooby and the gang to leave the island before they're killed by there's, the cat people. There's an Indiana Jones novel that I have that's uh, Indiana Jones and the Army of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're on like an, a small like a small island in the Caribbean and they end up like finding this little general store. And they go in to, like thinking they're going to buy supplies, and it's like the whole place is just nothing but uh, guns and ammunition. <laughs> and it's like maybe you shouldn't hang out on this island. Maybe maybe this is not a good place for you to be spending your time. Hmm. The villain of that book is actually like a Japanese general who uh, his family lives in Nagasaki. And you're like, ooh, that's that's not gonna go well. <sighs> it's always somebody in the walls. Really? Is it always? That it, feels very specific. <laughs> I feel like now it is. <laughs> there, it's there's a great um, there's a great Neil Gaiman short story. Uh. I think called There's Wolves in the Walls. <laughs> I would just... deeply fucking love if <laughs> I had a house that had like this much space between the rooms. <laughs> right. And you could just have like secret passages in your walls. Like, fuck yeah. You could hold your D&D campaign here. Ah, there's not enough room for this that. This is them going through. Let me make two people go in here. <laughs> just only two. It's just seven minutes in heaven, the extreme edition. Yes. <laughs> Just pulling up this rope, doodly do. Mm. I'm pretty sure there's a. It's yep. it's the noose that Bathsheba it's probably killed herself with. Here's your problem. Somebody set this noose to evil. Oh no. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, she just fell two stories. She fell from the second floor of this house to the basement. Ah, uh, the wood broke her. <laughs> Probably didn't. Yeah, all that wood and bricks softened her landing. <laughs> it really softened the blow. <laughs> Let her down easy. The basement. The basement, you silly goose. Well, he doesn't know she's in the basement. Eh, like, there. yeah, you go around, like, hitting the walls, trying to find out if she's still stuck in them or not. Put a light down here. There was a light down there and it exploded. Put more. <laughs> Put a torch lamp. In fact, just fucking burn the whole the whole basement. And house. Pour cement down here. Just burn the place to the ground and fill it with cement. Oh, come on. No, don't. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't. What are you doing? What are you doing? You know what happens. 
That looks like her, almost. I'm good without that. Good without any of that. Huh. Not just talk to them. They do don't really it. seem to stick around for conversation. They do show up just long to unsettle you. Do what? Just long enough to unsettle you, and then... <laughs> I do love that the sound when you know Bathsheba is present is, like, the sound of the noose. Oh, yeah, you really hear that rope ringing. Ringing? Creaking. Creaking? Wrangling? No. Stop it. Stop. Get some help. Oh, geez. Grabbed her crucifix. Oh, no, the locket with her daughter on it. Oh, no. Hmm. If the crosses don't work... It's like, do they work at all? Do they have to be bigger? Your hair is going, oh, yeah. Static electricity. That's not what you want. I... Man, that is some intense static electricity. <laughs> you need to change your carpets or something. Um... Uh, okay. Yeah, I guess cutting off a chunk of her hair would be the solution there. I mean, they could just grab more of her hair, though, can't they? I mean... Wasn't that something Alexander the Great made all of his, uh... All of his soldiers always shave their heads so that no one could ever grab their hair? I did in, not know In that. a fight? I don't know if that's true. It's just something I heard at some point in time. <laughs> Yes, people come here to sin appraisal for the hard-hitting facts. <laughs> I'll look it up. You do have to remember that I am older than time at this point. And, uh... Yeah, I was talking to my friend Brad about how, like, uh, so I'm taking my girlfriend to the LARP for the first time mm -hmm. this weekend. And last time I was there, like, Brad and I were just talking to some some of the other people there, and you realize, like, oh, a lot of the other people here are just, they're fucking fetuses. <laughs> like, like, I am not that old. I am 34 years old. I will be 35 this year. But, like, I'm not that old, and yet I make references to things, and people will, like, cock their heads. I'm like, what? You don't know? You? God damn it. <laughs> but, you know, like... Brad and a few other people I know are of the mind where it's like, yeah, you know what? We're we're becoming the old man on the hilltop that can like dispense advice, and it's like, fuck that. <laughs> Nobody should follow my advice. <laughs> I don't trust myself. You should fact check everything I say. Yes.
Yes, let's abandon this family. Yeah, we're done. Although, wouldn't the ghosts have attached to them, too, at this point? I believe that's why her daughter was just threatened by the ghost. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you've also caught ghost. You got a bad case of ghost. <laughs> Is that the... I couldn't see it for long enough. There's like a chat... There's a very recognizable chapel in the middle of the Warner lot that I see used a lot. So whenever, whenever I see chapels, I'm like, are they on Are they on that Warner lot <laughs> with that big chapel in the middle of it? I mean, this is Warner Brothers' new line, so there's a non-zero chance of that. Yeah, like we talked about, they got to get the approval from the Vatican. But I love that the priest like finishes watching the film and he's like, yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> See the little hand? Uh-oh. Which, you know, Brad and I were talking about these movies, and it's like, I acknowledge that the Warrens were questionable. But he's just, he he does not like these movies because he's like, yeah, but they turned them into Christian superheroes. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of fun. Oh, you know what? It wasn't shaving their heads, it was shaving their beards. That's so interesting, the way they got the movement on that. That's cool. But yeah, Alexander the Great Alexander the Great had uh, soldiers shave beards, so that wasn't a thing that people could grab, <laughs> I guess, in battle. Fair enough. Yeah, that's such a funny thought. Like, if you were face-to-face, hand-to-hand combat with somebody, just like... Grabbing them by the beard? Grab them by the beard, yank them down, and... Poop. I mean, it is a liability. Yeah, <laughs> beards were a liability in battle. <laughs> See, we do fact-check ourselves and the claims we make. Real time, in, sometimes. In real time. Well, in past time. <laughs> Technically, for you listening... Um, I got a case of lightning now. Yeah, that room that has like seven <laughs> locks on it is wide open. Mm. Yeah, when you watch Annabelle come, uh, Annabelle comes home. A lot of the stuff in this room is very fun. <laughs> There's like a TV that, you know, shows you how you're going to die. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. 
What was the, was this the first in the line? I'm sorry if you already said this, but was this the first movie released? Yes. Okay. Everything else uh, spreads out from this one. You know, you got your prequels, you got your sequels. The ones, it's like everything that focuses on the Warrens themselves, uh, whether that be this one, the second one, or the third one, which is called The Devil Made Me Do It, they're all based on actual cases that the Warrens handled. The second one is about the Enfield poltergeist in England. Um, And again, they were brought in as consultants for a lot of stuff. They may not have 100% known what they were doing. I don't know. It's it's all when you start talking about paranormal shit like this, it's really hard to draw lines about who and who is not a con person, right? A huckster or, you know, an actual demonologist. It's gets it gets real rough to draw lines, but the point is their fo- like movies that focus on them are all based on actual cases they did. Whereas like The Nun or most of the Annabelle movies or the case of La Llorona, it's just other stories taking place in this world. Boof. Almost took a rocking chair to the face. See, don't have rocking chairs. God. I like, I like rocking chairs. <laughs> I will make an exception for recliners. Burn it. They, for a while, uh, sold the full-size Annabelle doll. Uh-huh. Like, for for a, a good stretch of time, they were selling, like, half-size. I don't want a half-size Annabelle. I want a full-size Annabelle. I want a full-size Annabelle yeah. sitting in that chair. <laughs> that chair right Next there. Next to your Toon Link? Yeah. And your Mogwai? Uh, and your what's-her-name from Stranger Things? Well, the uh, Barb from Stranger Things was actually designed by our friend Jay. That's true. Yeah, for uh, Super Emo Friends. Uh, they hired him to do that, and I've got a little statue over there. But they came with the... Uh, the Stranger Things uh, loot crate. But it's cool. I should get Jay to sign these things. I don't know why I haven't, but... <laughs> At a certain point, it, like, it feels odd to ask, like, a friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, the, the tune link over there is actually um, a girl that I know uh, from the LARP, Samantha, she made that for my roommate. It's, uh, she calls it Lego Link because it's, like, Right, it looks like Legolas. It's simultaneously Legolas and Link. <laughs> but yeah, I want to put full-size Annabelle in that chair. With a Chucky doll. I'm good without... I mean, they're called good guy dolls. That's true, that's true. Yeah, I'm good without a good guy doll. <laughs> I have very specific... Uh, I feel like I've talked about them on the podcast before, but I have very specific child's play related nightmares. Oh, good. The police can shoot the ghosts. Oh, this, 
<laughs> the hell they are going to. <laughs> well, that, that's that's what the guy said earlier in the movie. He's like, you know, you can't shoot ghosts, right? <laughs> Is it a dream of every of every man to shoot a ghost? To, no, to shotgun a door open. I mean, I would love to shotgun a door open. <laughs> I feel yeah. like that's a goal we all have at some point in life. Sideshow Collectibles has a full-size, one-to-one scale Annabelle for $500. I will not be buying that for $500. <laughs> hmm. I mean, everything lives in the shadow of the exorcist, right? But like, oh Jesus! Yeah, isn't that creepy? Don't you want that sitting on your chair? No. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was so cool looking. Stop it! Oh no! This is why you clean out your basement. So you don't have uh, furniture you can be slammed into by a ghost. He left us. He left us. I'm going to. I would just live in a room of pillows at this point. I believe that's called a padded cell. Really? (laughs) (laughs) How delightful. I feel like this is terrifying. What's go? Oh, sh- Jesus! Yeah, she just like bit skin off his face. Yeah, she bit a chunk out of that cop's face. Which you know, of all the characters, it could happen to. <laughs> we have no bias. Hey, cab. <clears throat> You do it. This is your arc. It was one of uh, Ed Warren's actual, like, kind of, I don't know if I call it a bragging point, but yeah, it's like he is or was one of the very few people that the Vatican actually gave permission to do exorcisms, but was not a priest. Hmm. Hmm. Ron Livingston just like <laughs> I, I I I don't know what to do. Yeah, he's been he's had that vibe for half this film at this point. Yeah. I'm just here with a weird haircut. That's the same haircut my dad had for most of my life. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. I like that. Yeah, a lot of fun camera work. Holy Spirit. 
It's to mock the Trinity. Holy water. Okay. Well, didn't like that. Um, keep doing it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Remember that bird that flew into a window earlier? Oh, no. No, geez. Again, just set everything on fire. I don't know. Just are all the lights out? Is all the power gone? <sighs> it's me, Hitchcock. Yeah, again, I, I don't know, we probably, we probably talked about birds at some point, but, like, the premise of the birds is terrifying. Yeah, what if all of a sudden all the birds decided to start killing people? And attacking you. I mean, it's kind of the same premise as The Happening, but, you know, infinitely better done. <laughs> I really... I really wish The Happening was a better movie. I think conceptually it's cool. It's just, you watch that movie and you're like, huh. I just feel like people want to remake The Birds, but they're scared. Because, yeah, because, you shouldn't. Because, uh, because Birdemic ha <laughs> happened as well. Well, also, like, you don't want it to end up just being like the Gus Van Zandt remake of Psycho. It's like, why make a shot-for-shot -shot remake of a movie if you could just make a different movie? Also, just watch the first one. I think the problem also lies in the fact that, I'm sorry, like, during this blood vomit, but uh, I think the problem is also that, <laughs> that the word bird is silly. It is. Yeah, it is silly. <laughs> bird. So you can't really... You can't really name a horror film The Birds. The Birds. I was trying to come up with a witty one-liner here and I got nothing. Yeah, this no. This is genuinely horrifying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. Yeah, when everything just stops, like that's kind of more terrifying than when everything was going. No. Just chunk of his face missing. I mean, it's good that you do have a cop here. To just vouch for, like, if any if anything goes horribly wrong, like, say she dies during this process, 
you want to have a cop there to vouch for what the hell happened. You sure you want to tell them to do that while she's upside down? Just land on her neck. That easily could have gone, I was going to say sideways, but it kind of already did. Yeah. Great makeup. Uh-oh. Why'd you do that? Kill your family, Homer. Um... Ooh. Condemn you back to hell. Huh. This is such an interesting angle to handle, like, this kind of situation. Yeah. Like, crowd support. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like... The, the two of them are stuck and can't reach her, but she's on the floor above reaching through a hole in the floor. <laughs> it's it's all very interesting staging of what's happening. Come on, Lily Taylor, fight, fight. If not for them, then for Mystic Pizza. <laughs> Where was that light coming from? It was the power of Christ compelling her. Oh, okay. So is it diegetic or... <laughs> It was neat. You could watch her yeah, face yeah. shift back. Yeah, I was just I was just seeing that. Very rarely does that is that done well. Yeah. Um But it was it was subtle, it was distant, and it was dark. That's the uh the Lidecker brothers rule of visual effects. Keep it distant and keep it dark. Which begs the question, there's that one shot in, was it Two Towers, where King Theoden 
fades back into his normal self. Oh, yeah. And it's like, they do basically the same thing. But it's like close up on his face, Mm -hmm. really like clear, and it still looks amazing. It's just like, how did you? (laughs) I mean, that's that's Weta Digital for you. See, actually, I like her outfit here. Yeah, she looks like a person. Right. I'm gonna laugh off the uh, scarring that I have. Apparently, right. my um, my friend Liz is in medicine, and I was just talking to her the other day, and um, she's about to start a residency. But she was telling a story about how this one guy got stabbed and uh, essentially knifed across his eyelids. Yeah, and she had to perform reconstructive surgery <laughs> by hand. Yeah, um, on someone stitching eyelids back eyelids. together. <laughs> That's like that's horrifying. Oh my god! But um, it is apparently you need like you do need people who are um artistically in some capacity able to like because like working on an arm or whatever it's gonna scar maybe but someone's face yeah (laughs) you have to be really careful how you handle it because you don't want to be responsible for it looking weird for the rest of their life. Yeah, I guess you got you have to have some amount of like sculptural understanding yes. in 3D design. <laughs> and combine that with knowing the anatomy of how muscles and skin tissue work right. and will heal. I want to know what that phone call would sound like. She said she's going to call Father Gordon, let him know what happened. <laughs> I did it. He's like, "Hey, Father, You remember that family we asked you to help? Well, you know. Don't bother. Things got out of hand. (laughs) Yeah, we'll take that. They don't need to keep this. Hmm. Those may be dumb. Co- oh, diabolical forces are formidable. These forces are eternal and they exist today. The fairy tale is true. The devil exists. God exists. And for us as people, our very destiny hinges upon which one we elect to follow. Ed Warren. I'm surprised I got that, <laughs> got mm-hmm. that all <laughs> right before it disappeared. That's lovely lighting. It wasn't open when he put it down. No, it wasn't. More demons. Where is it? Where is it? (laughs) Where's the demon? Hmm. So yeah, that was the conjuring. That was it. It certainly was. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask: uh, Was the Exorcist based on any particular real incident? I don't do think know? so. I I think it was based on a book, wasn't it? Wasn't it a? Because I'm just wondering if um, there's any shared. The name Lineage. William Peter Blatty is coming to mind. Ritualistic sacrifices plague small town. 
I like these credits. They're just fun. Look at all this haunted artifacts museum. This is cool. I like how they're doing this. Yeah. Yeah, The Exorcist, the screenplay was written by William Peter Blatty based on his 1971 novel of the same name. I don't think it was at all based on a true story, but I think it was I think it was definitely researched as far as like how actual exorcisms go. So the the feeling of dread here oh that's like all the credits mm-hmm. blocking out the faces of all the the chillins. Um It's like we can't we can't just leave you with some sense of ease here. It has to um <laughs> has, has, has to still be ominous throughout all the credits. Um Malevolent Spirit Torments Home. A new line cinema presentation. I it's interesting because nobody dies per se. Nope. And I feel like that's the easy out in a lot of horror movies. Um, somebody gets killed, whatever. Uh, but no, this just was a terrifying situation. Mm-hmm. And um, you'd never want to have to go through it. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the family... <sighs> Characters don't need to die in a movie like this. I think if you're watching something like... Slasher movies, it's built in, and a lot of that, like, I mean, after you leave, I might actually be watching Halloween Kills, because <laughs> that's how I spend my time when I'm alone. <laughs> um, but, like, a slasher movie, yeah, it's built in. That's what you're there for. When I go to watch a paranormal horror movie, I don't need to see, like, gruesome deaths or anything. I need you to make me feel deeply uncomfortable about my place in existence. That's what I want from a paranormal horror movie. Right. I I I want to question what comes after life. That's that's what I want from a paranormal yeah. horror movie. And it's almost like if the character dies, then that is a, an easy out in a yeah. way. <laughs> Pardon the phrasing of that, but it is kind of like it's it is like taking this path of like, it's not leaving the character to have to sit with that and that experience mm-hmm. and wonder about what all of that was and meant. Because like, imagine like the the parent family in this after this event, they're just gonna <laughs> go about the rest hey, of their remember lives. Remember that time we were haunted? Yeah, remember that time mom got possessed and almost killed our like the youngest of us, like. Yeah, you just get to go through the rest of your life with that. And then that's what's interesting about the Warrens, at least in these movies, where it's like, this is their day job. (laughs) This is what they do for a living. But yeah, a solidly good time with this. I'm glad. I hope anyone listening uh, had a similarly solid good time. Um. If nothing else, you got to listen to Dax react, which to me is worth the price of admission of Dax watching reacts. a horror movie with Dax. Like, yeah, I, I yeah, I don't, I don't go out of my way a lot of the time to to check out horror films. Maybe because I'm a coward. No, I'm, I'm, I'm actually more just. It's just not usually a thing I, 
it's not my default to like sit and but you know it's like i don't <laughs> i don't generally go to see comedies in theater like i will watch a horror movie in theaters i will watch um superhero movies in theaters for me comedies just i will watch a comedy at home i'll watch a comedy on my couch I don't know why, but like <laughs> something about a good paranormal horror movie, like I want to go see a movie that while I'm sitting in the theater, uh, I, I said this back on our Woman in Black episode, but it's like I was sitting in that theater like you are a grown adult. You will not walk out of this theater because you were scared. You were going to sit in this <laughs> seat and you were going to finish watching this film. And it's like that is that to me is the mark of a good horror movie mm. is when you are debating whether or not to stay because you're fucking scared. Is there any movie you can recall that you ever I mean in at any point in your life that you were like too scared to finish and you had to hit stop or you had to like walk out? I know it's happened. I don't think I could tell you the I name can't, of the movie. I can't think of anything either. I was like, I feel like at some point that may have occurred. but Yeah, I, I definitely, I, I know it's happened. I know, oh, um, The Fly. The, mm. uh, the, the Cronenberg version of The Fly. The Fly. I know how that movie ends, but like when he like all of the skin and everything peels off and you just uh, have the fly creature underneath. I'm like, that's where I stopped. I'm like, nope, not doing this anymore. <laughs> I'm good. Just like this frame of them looking horrified. Yeah. After we reach the end. Anyway, <laughs> so, shall so, we sign, sign off? I or? guess. Well, let's do our, let's do our, uh, our housekeeping. Um, <laughs> if you would like to reach out to us at all, uh, we are at Cinepraisal on all of the social medias. Do we have a TikTok yet? Yeah, I did make it, but you there's nothing it. on it. Okay. I made it to make sure that we had it. That's. I think that's a great call. So yeah, <laughs> we are at Cinepraisal on all of the social medias. Yay. Um, <laughs> please feel free to reach out to us, tweet us, Instagram us. I think that's a thing you can say. TikTok us. I don't know. I'm turning 35. Anyway, um, and if you want to, if you want to reach out to me, I am uh, on most of the social medias as at Dungeons and Daleks. That's Dungeons, the letter N, Daleks, as in Doctor Who. Um, or you can check out my website of distantlands.com. Pick up a copy of my book. Just saying. Uh, what about the Dax? What do we got? I am at Dax Schaefer on most things. Um, I am also horrible at social media. So, uh, and he's reach, in reach charge out. of our social I'm media. I'm in charge of the social media. I make the posts when the episodes go up. I uh, tried once and I messed it up and he got real <laughs> upset at me. Did, did I? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted to help. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, if you want to reach out, uh, reach out to Adam. No, I'm just... <laughs> reach out, you reach out to either of us or just at the account and one of us will find it someday. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't have anything else to say other than, uh, you know, I guess uh, keep, keep watching, watching movies. movies. Got it. Hooray. That, wait, wait, that was... wait, wait, listen. The, it, 
It was only two claps. Was it two? Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>